Final Fantasy minigames over the years, and Chard Monk. Today on Press B to Cancel. Press B to Cancel. Hello, today we talk about Final Fantasy's many mini games across the entries. Today we are joined by Chard Monk. Introduce yourself, sir. What's going on, guys? How's it going, dude? How's it going? And then your hosts are myself, Werewolf, and Pulse109. Yo. There is um there's a high level of uh I don't know. Is it would it be sexiness in this room right now? Because uh, I'm feeling it. I'm I'm dripping over here. I think it's sex appeal. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. Definitely. Is it sex appeal? Because I'm. That's fair. Is it humid in here? I need to open a window. God. <laughs> <laughs> Pacific Northwest. Isn't it always humid? Oh yeah. You know it's 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 humid, but it is cold. So, Wolf and I share a weather system. Oh, you guys with your humidity. <laughs> All right. What are, what are we here anyways? What are we talking about today? Uh, we are talking about the many, many games across the Final Fantasy entries, uh, basically the numbered entries. I think we're mostly going to be talking about Final Fantasy 6 through 14, That's maybe fair. a few outside of that, but the mini games don't really stretch too much before Final Fantasy 6. That's true. That's true. Even 6, 6, six is kind of a stretch too, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But Chardmunk uh, here has recently played through Final Fantasies 1 through 15 on stream. He did his year of Final Fantasy. How long did that actually take you? In what a year it was. You know, if I had, if I didn't have goldfish brain, I probably could have done it <laughs> within the actual year of which I started. But uh, there were points where we did kind of did some offshoot stuff. But I started in... February, March of last year and managed to complete everything by uh, February this year. So like the beginning of last month. Oh, well, then that's still a year. Technically. I think yeah. you nailed it. Yeah, exactly. We're not going to hold Final Fantasy 14 to that standard because that's an MMO. They're ever expanding. There's so much to do. It never ends. <laughs> Trust me, I'm still playing it. From personal experience, I mean, I stopped playing once I hit the uh, the level 50 cap between Heavensward and Vanilla, just doing the quest content, trying to get to Heavensward. I never actually got to it. Oh, God, the slog. We'll get into the <laughs> slog. I'll tell you about the slog. <laughs> and interestingly enough, I did spend a lot of time at the Gold Saucer playing them damn minigames. Best thing about the Gold Saucer is there's like all of them in one. So you could just join. It's like, oh, I want to do this one again, but not that one. You can. You, you could literally spend your entire streaming career in the gold saucer you could you could do it it's it's never ending it is a bottomless well of entertainment it really truly is speed run chocobo racing records or something <laughs> it's something they've got the what every 15 minutes there's a new event or something like that basically or yeah. something every yeah, hour they, um, they sep separate them out it's i think it's every hour it may be every 15 minutes i know that they change them constantly and i i haven't been to the gold saucer in a couple months but I, I remember being there and being it's it's like being in a virtual Chuck E. Cheese. It really is. You get done playing the basketball hoop moogle hoop game or whatever, and then you go race chocobos 
And then you can get your chocobo a certain level, retire it, breed it, make more chocobos. It's insane. And then you go play triple triad. Yeah. Then there's <laughs> triple triad. It's just, it, there's a slew. There's and then there's the the little platforming mini game. They've got a lot of stuff in that one. Yeah. That, it's it's literally a game within a game. It, it really is. Wait. Are we talking about 14 now? I thought we were talking about seven all this time. Okay. In 14, there is a gold saucer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Now, now I'm and up to And it does power, play but... the gold saucer music. It's a nice little callback. It's beautiful. It's, it's not... It's a it's a nice rendition of the music so that it's not as uh, obnoxious. Right, fourteen's got a got a lot to it. I, I feel like I, I can really dive into it once we get through the, the first six <laughs> or seven that we're gonna do because yeah. we could literally talk on this for hours. So let's go ahead and dive back to Final Fantasy VI and what might be able to be considered the first real mini game in the franchise, and it's. Barely even that. It's the strategy game. Uh, the separation of the characters, I believe. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, and you're trying to... It's, you're sort of building like a tower defense. Yeah. Against Kefka's forces. Yes. I think you're protecting... Was it Tritok? Well, no, you're, the first one you're protecting Terra, and then the later one you're doing Tritok. Tritok. I remember okay. the Triton pretty good. I, I remember, I mean, six, 6 was one of those ones that you got an expansive party. Right, I mean, f- I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on four because if I don't talk about four, GP will probably come to my house and murder me <laughs> in my sleep. And I feel that you know, if if I'm gonna be here talking on his on, on your guys' stuff, I got to say something about four. Uh, Kane's my favorite character. We'll get over that. Okay, um, <laughs> four four had a very expansive character set. It didn't have your standard four person, three person, whatever deal. It had an extended roster so to speak. Now, with four, they obviously would take characters out, put characters in. It was very convenient how everybody lined up in that. With six, which is one of the many reasons why six is my forever favorite, they had the extended roster, but you could play them. You didn't ignore anybody. For this example, for like the, the mini games, the Terra mini games, Kefka's, uh, Kefka's Tower at the very end mini game kind of thing, where you had to spread your team out and you would switch between the two of them. And it just, it worked so well. It wasn't, it didn't feel clunky and it didn't feel like, ah, I got to play as Realm. I don't want to play as Realm. Or, you know, I got Strago. I never use Strago for anything. You could, you're like, oh, I got to level this guy up because I'm going to use him later, you know, or, or her up or whatever. And then create like your three ultimate teams. And even at the final fight, you would still have everybody at your disposal, even though you only had the four sprites, you know, on the screen as you're fighting. These mini games sort of forced you into like party building, basically. Yes. So that way you could defend the side. Yeah, it was it was about positioning. It was uh, uh you know you yeah. got to put your guys in certain spots because you had to keep an eye on which way which path they were going, and then you'd put you know your Moogle team at the beginning, like you know when you save Terra, you take the Moogle team to block one away, and then another guy, and if you let one slip through, then you lose. You have to do it all over again. So, I guess that's what would make it. You know, the, the whole mini game aspect is that you have to do it this way. There's no way around it. Yeah. And so that's kind of the extent of this particular mini game. But uh, I think that's a good seg into Final Fantasy VII's mini games. And Segway. once again, <laughs> got there's segways? a strategy game in there. You mean seg, seg, segway? Segway? Like the, yes. like the little bike? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, he's got two of us now. God. Let's sigh. Okay. <laughs> Fort Condor in Final Fantasy VII. 
It's not all that memorable for a lot of people. Sometimes I forget about it. I was actually on disc three when that when I found it. I forgot about it, went right <laughs> past it. I was like, I'm not doing this right now. No, I'm coming back. And then I forgot about it until disc three and I had like the airship. I was like, what? Nice. And by by then, I had so much money that I ba- I basically destroyed it, but it took forever. Right. So that was not a, as Paul's mentioned, it was not a quick minigame by any means. No, four, four Condor is, uh, is that, I don't know, it's it's the sore in the in the roof of your mouth that won't heal because you keep like, <laughs> yeah. eating food or something. It's it's there unnecessarily. It's it's an it's a good idea, but like Paul said, it's slow, slow. It is so slow. And if it was just a little bit quicker and it didn't take forever and the people, the NPCs didn't sound like they were stealing your life from you, that's time I can't get back kind of thing in the game. But, I mean, obviously it's worth what you get at the end of it. But, man, that's just a tedious, tedious minigame. I think regardless of whether you like it or not, what was cool about it for me is that this was the first game where they actually made things like this optional and then... They put a crap load of them in seven. Anytime you played a Final Fantasy game before this, if there was a mini game, it was part of the story. This time it was optional and you could get stuff out of it. It didn't make or break the game. Sometimes it'd be fun. Sometimes it was just extra. But they they wanted to like appeal to not just the, the nerds that wanted to play like a typical turn-based game. It was really cool to see, even though some of them are really cringy for me, like Fort Condor and uh, the snowboard. No, the snowboard for me. Don't say snowboarding. Yeah, on the note of uh, optional or part of the story, the bike and the snowboard are both part of the story, but then they're optional afterward. I, I love the bike game. I always thought the bike. Oh, game the music was in the bike game. Yep, it's it's a great. It's Final Fantasy's introduction into the side quest genre, like Paul said, where you can you don't have to just do the story. Like you can get to a point in the game where you can finish it if you want to, and it's very difficult. You know where you go at, or you can go snowboard or breed chocobos for 800 hours of your life and (laughs) and then race them on top of that just so that you can get like you know the greatest summoning materia and the uh the quad attack and the longest and uh, yeah and yes also the the lengthy cutscene. but it's it's like with seven they were just like we have all these options let's give people a choice you know I feel like they were trying to push the hardware as much as they could, and if they were, they did a damn good job of it because, yeah, yeah, they threw they threw in everything they could. So, and despite the length that it took to actually do the chocobo racing and chocobo breeding, it was pretty enjoyable. Right, it didn't feel like a slog. It, I mean, yeah, there are times where you're like, okay, I'm done, but you can go and be like, okay, I'm done. Let's go fight one of the weapons, or let's go do anything else. I mean, there's. It's not like you had to do this unless you were 100% on board to getting it done. And most people don't walk into the Chocobo Ranch and they're like, hey, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to breed some birds. This sounds like a super (laughs) fun time. And then it takes a long time and it's hit or miss because it's not perfect. And in most, you know, you'll give up after once or twice if it doesn't work out the way you want to. But if you're dedicated and you're like, I'm getting this thing, I want to get that gold Chocobo. You know, it, it's pretty rewarding, honestly. And then the racing on top of that, like they go hand in hand. So it's not just one thing. I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah, you breed and then you race it and get it to a certain like rank S or something like that. And then you go back and breed that one. And so you just you keep generating stronger and stronger chocobos. 
And they reward you with each new tier you get, if I remember correctly. Right. Like, if you go explore the world with your water chocobo, you can get to places you couldn't get to before. Yep. And I think the mountain chocobo is the same way. That was like this, the, the whole concept was the breeding the different colors so that you could traverse the world and get rewarded for it and doing other things with that. So I thought that was, like you said, it's very, it's a rewarding thing to pick up and, and run with instead of, yeah, I'm just breeding these birds for eight hours of my life and they do nothing just so I can get this gold one and have it. You know that actually was utilized <laughs> to go do things. Well, there's there's some mini games out there, not only in Final Fantasy but in other games where you're just like, well, I just did it to do it. And we we can actually talk about that when we get to eight. There's one in there that's it's dumb, and I <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what it's there. But I guess that'd be a good segue to eight if we're done with seven. Yeah, cause... let's jump into eight. Tell us which game you're talking about because I don't think I remember this one. Well, it's not really it's not a game. It's a, it's an extra thing because. Everybody knows me, who knows me, knows that I have a lot of beef with 8. 8, eight is the uh, the childhood rival down the block of my cul-de-sac at my house that would throw rocks at me riding my bike by his house just because we existed. This is how I feel Final <laughs> Fantasy 8 is in my gaming career. I don't oh, care for that it. That is my favorite description of Final Fantasy 8 ever. We don't care <laughs> yeah. for... We, hey, we exist. We don't care for one another. But maybe this rival's mom makes really good cookies. And you know what those cookies are? Triple Triad. That's what those cookies are. Triple Triad is the only reason that Final Fantasy VIII should have existed, my personal opinion. <laughs> I could play Triple Triad and get lost in that game forever. And I'm still trying to figure out why I don't have a mobile version of Triple Triad. Oh, maybe it's because I have a job and I need to go to it. I don't know. <laughs> There, I ended up looking into this a while back, actually. Yeah. Um, I do believe you can play Triple Triad in the Final Fantasy Portal app or something like that. Oh, don't tell me that. <laughs> I have I have a relationship I need to keep alive, man. My wife will leave me if I'm in here playing Triple Triad the rest of my life. That'd be bad. It was pretty limited and not that fun. There. I like that. Sucks. So don't do it. <laughs> I I played it for about three days, and I was like, all right, I think I've kind of done everything I can in this. I'm done. What I was trying on, on the FF8 thing about the unrewarded stuff, when you fight a super boss in most of the games, you get a cool weapon, or it is the achievement to get to something, to get a cool weapon or a, a summon or something. There's always something that if you fought this boss off to the side, you got something for it. Eight says, you know what? Nah. We're not going to do that. Granted, I think it's, is it ultimate? Because Omega, you can get the the final and best um, summon Eden from, from that. You could pull that out. But there is a boss in the castle towards the end of the game that when you fight it and you beat it, if you beat it, because it's very difficult. I believe it is Omega. You don't get anything. You know what you get? You get a big badge that says, good job. You know what I could do? Oh. I could print that off of my computer and plastic it to my wall and be just as happy and satisfied because <laughs> you literally don't get anything for it. So I think it's just another reason that eight likes to throw rocks at me as a kid riding my bike by its house. I don't know. But Triple Triad, going back to the positive thing about eight, Triple Triad is a super fun game. It's got a very, I feel like it's got a pretty easy learning curve. Um, I'm not the smartest guy in the world and I picked it up pretty quick. So I thought it was fun. I don't know how your guys' opinions lie on that. I know Wolf said that you enjoyed it pretty much. Polish, buddy, you did you like it at all? 
the triple triad or the game triple triad the triple triad is great i love it <laughs> it's just like is redeeming for the fact i, I was going to make a joke actually because when we said we were talking about mini game i thought you were going to talk about the draw system for the actual oh, game oh god don't even give me because <laughs> <laughs> we don't have enough time on this podcast for that man when you start when you start throwing shade at something like that i'm just like okay if anything <laughs> deserves it it's the draw system yeah let's not acknowledge that and uh i don't even know what you're talking about i don't even know what draw system is i have no idea what are we talking about again? Uh, oh, triple triple triad. Yeah, no, it is. Sorry, fun. I blacked out. <laughs> yeah, what happened? We had goldfish brain. <laughs> but no, I just remember playing it for the first time, and you know, it's completely optional, right? Right. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's any reason to play it other than because ever you can literally play it with anyone. Yeah, and that's that's something I forgot because what is it? You press like square or like triangle or something like that just to talk to people in a different way and say hey you want to play a game right (laughs) it was a different input for discussion and then you could like you said i think it's it is square and it would open up the the menu to me it was crazy because i was halfway through the first disc and realized i think i was on the uh, like at the train or something going after you're like i can't even remember it's been so long i just remember i had zell i had squall and Maybe Renoa. I'm not even sure anymore. I think so. But yeah, and uh, I just remember talking to somebody, and it's like a guard or something. And even the guard played it because I hit the button by mistake. I'm like, oh crap, what did I do? Oh right, you can do this. And then next thing you know, I wanted to go back. I wanted to start the game over just so I could play it like that. I was like, I want to challenge everybody. <laughs> Finding all the unique cards from random people that you would never even think to talk to. Yeah, exactly. Like I started looking at guides saying, where do I get this card? Where do I get that card? What can you do? So it it was this collection thing you could get, but it wasn't all RNG. You know, you could actually, it, there was, you know, elements of RNG, but you could definitely go say fight or play this guy and get this card or go find this lady. And all of a sudden she's got three of these or something. So right. it was satisfying in that sense. So Final Fantasy fourteen, I believe, is not all that different. In that yes. you can play just about everybody? Yep, and it's also in the gold... Well, it's not... You can't play everybody, but it is in the gold saucer. And uh, it's a it's a mini game that's in there. So you can go to... Oh, like that's the, right. You can go to the triple triad board, or like, you know, the dealer's board or whatever. That's right. And start up playing it there. All the mini games that, that we literally like love out of seven and eight and all the other ones are basically all in the gold saucer. They just housed them all in the gold saucer, essentially. So... If you are, you know, if you're a nostalgia fan, you could go to that place and play the, you know, the racing, the breeding, triple triad, all that other stuff that they had out there too. Nah, man, I don't, I don't like that nostalgia stuff. That's that's for like retro nerds. <laughs> oh wow. So I'm, am I getting hate on? Getting some hate on here. <laughs> Wait, what are we doing in this podcast? Oh crap, we're a re- this is a retro podcast. Sweet, <laughs> convenient. Yeah, we're gonna edit that out. <laughs> Wait, that. I just came here to move. Wolf's couch, I, I, and then you pivot. set me in front of a mic. Pivot, pivot, pivot! <laughs> shut up, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> and the friends reference. There you go. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Since we're talking about the card game, we all agree on how awesome it is. What about Tetramaster for oh. Final Fantasy IX? Because that one, they made that one. I remember because I played this one more recently. They actually make a point in the game where you have to challenge people in that. So, yes, I like how they kind of made it more integral to the game but at the same time it kind of made me angry at the same time i liked it i didn't mind it but at the same time if if it's something you didn't like and you have to all of a sudden play it it's just 
hateful. That's the thing. I mean, I love Triple Triad, and it's not forced upon me. And maybe that's why I liked it so much. Yeah. But Tetra Master is like some, can I say bastardized? It's some bastardized version of Triple Triad. <laughs> I, it, it is. It is. It is, a, it is a, a mutant version of Triple Triad where they try to sling more rules at you, but less rules. Because Triple Triad has so many rules to it, depending on the zone you're in, or the city, or the characters. Do you mean Tetra Master? Did I mean Tetra? No, no. Triple Triad is, is there are rules that, you know, if you're playing it on the space station, the rules don't apply up there like they do, you know, down on the, on the Earth, quote, Earth. Whatever. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's different, like, whenever you start it up, there'll be a, maybe a tutorial where it says... These are the rules that we play here in this, you know, this oh, garden and gotcha, this garden gotcha. plays rules with these instead. So be aware of that so you don't, you know, play incorrectly. That's kind of like house that. rules kind of deal. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, like, play, like playing Monopoly and throwing any money that you pay into, like, interest and stuff into the pot. So if you land on free parking, bam. Right. Right. Or, you know, or, you know, Texas Hold'em versus, like, Blackjack or whatever, you know, whatever. It's almost the same thing, but different rules apply kind of thing, different names. And for all those people that gamble, I'm not a gambler, so I probably just totally screwed that up, and that's fine. You can call me on it later. <laughs> uh, Tetra Master, is, is, it kind of feels like it's one, there's only one rule, but again, it is forced upon you to play it. And I'm like, you know what? The story, Nine Story is so good, I don't want anything to derail me from that. And you're bebopping along, and probably one of the most, like... Things gonna get real real here. I can't progress until I beat this guy in Tetra Master. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Can't can I just get in a fight with him and steal his cards or something like that? Come on. Like- uh, you might be able to lose and let the game progress, but I'm pretty sure that if you lose that that game, they're like, Oh, you're not the champion, you don't you don't get to proceed. And I was just like, What? I, maybe that's why I don't care for Tetra Master. I tried playing it with a few NPCs because I was like, Oh, it's another tri- triple triad, it's just a different name. No. This is hot steaming garbage. I don't care for this at all. <laughs> See, I loved Tetra Master. Can we Master. say that without Jake around? No. <laughs> I just I just I stole his catchphrase. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry, Jake. No, we just have to say trademark afterwards. Trademark. It's okay. I preferred Tetra Master. Did you? I did. Well, if- All right, we're going to go I on to Final Fantasy 10 into- here. No, 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 no. I'm... <laughs> I, I'm aware that I'm in the minority here. <laughs> no, no. I am. Wolf is... Uh, I'm going to fluff you a little bit. Wolf, you're an extremely intelligent individual, and I, I just don't think I'm smart enough to understand it. And I, I truly think that's the problem. I think that I just didn't get it, and I didn't spend the time to like want to get it, because I was just so like, I just want to get this done. And Wolf's a really smart guy and could probably break things down really quickly and a lot faster than I can. All my friends who were way more into Final Fantasy than I was, and you know, I I was a pretty big RPGs guy, but... It wasn't just Final Fantasy. I was playing stuff like all over the board. Anything that was an RPG that I could get my hands on back in the day, I wanted to play. So a lot of my friends were more heavily, you know, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy. So they they loved the crap out of seven, played through it multiple times. I could never get past. <laughs> once I beat it once, I couldn't go back and do it again. I've never been able to. All of us square people like to live in a box. Final Fantasy eight. I couldn't even finish. Yeah. I got fed up with the story. I got bored of the gameplay. There were too many aspects there that I just couldn't do it. Nine, 
All my friends swore up and down they loved Triple Triad and could not stand Tetramaster. So this is not a new thing for me. Right. I was the friend that they'd be like, dude, I can't do this tournament. Can you do it for me? <laughs> <laughs> we had that discussion not too long ago, didn't we, Paul? Oh, yeah. I think I played through that tournament for four or five other people. Oh, man. Oh, we did it. And I was like, why don't you guys like it? I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I'd rip through it one shot every time. If somebody asks you to do it now, you have to charge them money for it. You're right. <laughs> we have a whole system so, set up for this. Well, heck yeah. Yeah, exactly. When Final Fantasy XI came out, I bought Final Fantasy XI. And it was like, hey, play Tetra Master. And I was like, hey, cool. And, you know, you get that first free month. Mm-hmm. So I, I played it. And then it was like, okay, now it's a dollar a month after. And there wasn't a lot of people playing it. So I was like, well, <laughs> it's kind of not worth it Everybody at a buck a month. It. Like if it were in the game, it'd be one thing. But if it's an additional subscription cost and nobody's playing that because they're all playing 11, pff, no. <laughs> Got 11 and I was like, this thing's here? Just throw it in the trash. <laughs> Tetra Master was the one I preferred. Nice. And I think it was because they didn't heavily change the rules all the time. It was really consistent. I think I can honestly say that Triple Triad took me away from how terrible FF8 truly was. And I think that's why I liked <laughs> that... it. Because it, it, was, it was the little cocoon that I could wrap myself in and forget that I still had more of the story to try to continue through. 8 is so hard to swallow, and then it gives you Triple Triad that's so much fun. It's like, here, it's okay. It's like somebody holding you and petting your head saying, it's going to be okay. Just play Triple Triad. It for elevates me. Triple Triad because the game, the main game you're playing is not good. And then with Final <laughs> Fantasy IX, you're wanting to play through the game. It's so fun. And then you get stuck in this tournament of a game that you probably weren't feeling when it first showed to you, and maybe you would after a while, but they force you into a tournament. Right. And as much as I love Tetra Master, I do think the forced tournament was the wrong move. That's an actually really good theory, that, that Triple Triad is so much better than the actual game itself. That's why everybody <laughs> liked it, because... And listen, I know a lot of people that say 8 was the first one they ever played, and it is their absolute favorite. And I have a theory about that, too. That's for another story. Oh, that's... No, no. We'll we'll touch on that real quick. I think that tends to be the case. It's not always the case, but I do think often your first Final Fantasy is your favorite. Yep. Agreed. Even though one was my favorite in six... Or one is my first and six is my favorite. But I'm freaking old, so what can I say? (laughs) (laughs) But there is another minigame in FF9, isn't there? Yeah, there's the... I remember the Chocobo Hot and Cold... Yeah, you want to talk about getting sucked into hours of that. <laughs> I'm trying to remember this one. Which one's this? You find a, a forest, a chocobo forest. It's a little ball on the map, a little ball of trees. You walk in, and there's a moogle in there. And you he gives you gashel greens or nostril greens, however you pronounce it. It's, I'm, pred- I'm losing my Final Fantasy cred yet again. <laughs> and you go out to the chocobo footprints, and you feed the greens, and you catch a chocobo, and then you could ride it around the map, right? Right. But you take this Chocobo to the forest that you had the Moogle at, and he has this game called Chocobo Hot and Cold, and it is literally hot and cold. You get on this thing, you have a certain amount of time, and you dig. You take your Chocobo, and you dig through this tree, this map, this area, and you find lithographs. And is there lithographs, chronographs? Some kind of map. You find cartology type stuff. That's your big word yeah, for the I th- day. I think they were lithographs. Was it lithographs? I thought so too, but good. I have been think so. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably cartographs. Cartographs. It was cartographs. And uh, every cartograph you found led you to a treasure in the map that you would take your chocobo to to dig up. And some of it oh. was some of it was just random crap lying around, and some of it was like ultimate weapons or stuff to get ultimate weapons or armor or whatever. And it is extremely addicting, and you can play it. I actually I played it on Steam just recently, and there is a speed up command. <laughs> Losing my Final Fantasy credit card. There's a speed up command <laughs> that allows you to go really fast in the game. And when I would stream it, I would I would speed rush it, and I would I was getting yelled at the entire time I do it. But it made it go by faster, and you just you just mash the button, and it says it'll tell you when you're getting closer or further by the chocobo saying "qui" or "qui" or it would get explanation points or question marks or ex- like the the more you got the text would get more and more excited <laughs> and when you found it it would dig it up and then you had so many to dig up that the moogle would eventually either you ran out of time or the moogle would say you're going to break my wallet if you keep doing this so we have to stop and then nice that moves you to another like you'll unlock another place so there's the like the the moogle cove there's the moogle sky palace that's way later but every time you find all the cartology maps if i'm saying that right it would unlock the next area for you to go and dig around in there and the areas would get smaller or they would get more complicated or like it's technically a hitbox the hitbox would also get tighter too from where you're trying to find so trying to dig all that stuff up it it got more challenging as you did but man chocobo hot and cold could could easily be its own game by itself (laughs) and and be successful i can guarantee that yeah i know i don't think i've ever done that actually you're you're doing yourself a great disservice my friend it actually (laughs) sunk a lot of time into that one back on playstation i remember definitely a time sake something that we never mentioned but i was thinking of it when you said hot and cold i was thinking of when you have to get the key and you're sid i think it is it sid Turn it and he's the frog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got to sneak through. He's yeah. He's the. He's got to sneak through and dodge the thing from looking at you. That's trapped in the cave. That took me way too long. I was on my last chance and I barely did it because I was just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. And I got so salty. But by the time I did it, I was just like, oh hell yes, we got it. So. <laughs> That's yeah. what I was thinking when you said hot and cold, because you're like, you're good to go until he turns around. Then it's just like, if you accidentally press it once, it's like, oh, crap. I feel like the telegraph <laughs> in that that specific like section was also not very helpful. There's supposed to be like a telegraph where you'd stop, but you would like be mid-walk and he'd be like, ha, you know, real quick. And you're like, I'm, I'm yeah, mid-walk, exactly. come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a lot of screaming at the screen, I'll tell you that. Yeah. So. But anyways. <laughs> Were there any other mini games you guys want to talk about from Nine? I can't think of anything really. Nine is quietly a really good game, all in all. It's it's a great game, and aside from being one of the, I guess one of the majority that didn't care for Tetramaster, um, maybe I should just give it a shot again. <laughs> just try it again. It's not being so like <laughs> reluctant to like it. Just be like, no, no, well, I don't see, like. I'm you. also an oddball, and I like a lot of things that are. A lot of people don't. It's not because I'm like, oh, I'm a hipster. I'm better than you. It's just I got weird <laughs> tastes, man. It's that yeah. simple. I'm an odd <laughs> guy. <laughs> I still love you, even if you and do. And I'm like, well aware of it. Triple. If you don't believe him, check out Weird Wednesday sometime. I will. Stop. Stop <laughs> streaming when I'm working, and I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think we're safe to move on to 
the big one in 10. Oh, the lightning uh, dodge. No, not lightning. the hell with that. <laughs> Don't say that. There are people that will literally have aneurysms. No, no, no. I, I was going to mention the night lightning dodge and how much of a nightmare it is. All right. Blitzball. Blitzball. I'm probably the sports fan of this particular section of the stream. I like Blitzball. <laughs> I'm maybe the only human that liked Blitzball. I like Blitzball. I, I really enjoyed it, too. So you're not alone. Okay, good. Once I understood it, I really liked it because I, it was easy once I got it. But right. learning the learning curve is like watching for me because I, I don't it's sports deep. ball at all. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> when you start out, it is just math. Hundred like it might as well be like a statistics exam for me. I I couldn't do it. See, I like stats. I'm all about stats. <laughs> I was I was, I was <laughs> wanted to be a sports broadcaster, so I'm all about them stats. That's that's a good thing for me, you know. See, to me, it it fit really well in an RPG because. RPGs are also all about, about the stats. stats. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I really liked it. I know a lot of people poo-poo it quite a bit and throw a lot of a lot of shade on it. I I thought it was fun. It take it does take a little bit. It does have a fairly steep learning curve to figure it out. But but like like Paul said, when when you figure it out, it's actually pretty enjoyable. Yeah. But I'm co- I'm competitive. I'm all about that. Like the comp- I'm like no. Like I, I, I how many times did I think I played. The first, the the mandatory sports ball you had, or sports ball, it sounded like you, uh, (laughs) Uh, the mandatory blitz ball uh, game that you had to play in that. Oh, yeah, the tournament, yeah. I played it like three times because I was like, no, I'm not going to lose to these guys. I will not lose to this. (laughs) And eventually eventually I I did anyways, but. I learned how to play that after the fact when it's like, okay, you can start recruiting other players because you started out with a pretty (laughs) team, right? Yeah. 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 You go in and learn, if you know how to do it, then you can be really careful with it, and you can win. I don't want to say easily, but I mean, it's it's reasonable. It's not against all odds kind of thing, so... Right. It, not everyone's the Archons, or Arc. Yeah. <laughs> so I went in, and uh, <laughs> like I played through the game, I got used to Blitzball, and then when I played it a second time, I already knew how, and I, it took me a couple tries, but I did it. But I just remember being so satisfied, because I was like, cool, man. First off, I wish this was real because this looks hella fun. And then, (laughs) but it was like for me trying to, I thought I could learn football all of a sudden because I don't know anything about football. I'm just like, why is the clock timer still going? You know, or the clock is over. Why are they still playing and stuff like that? I don't understand how the plays work. And so it was just like that scene in Rain Man or in The Hangover when you see all the stuff, <laughs> like the parody of Rain Man. It was just like that going through my head. And finally the- it snapped and I'm just like, I got it. I got it. So when I finally got it, it was it was great. And I'll take that gladly over anything else in that game for the, for, for the mini games, especially the Lightning Dodge. Just saying. I don't even want I don't think I ever finished the Lightning Dodge, and we have a fairly close streaming friend or viewing friend that, if you mentioned Lightning Dodge, he he literally has a, a mental breakdown every time we talk about it. I believe he got to like 199, and 200 is the max, and he failed. Oh, fell. yeah, no. And you can't save it. No, I thought you could save it. No, it's it's got to be 200 consecutive. Oh, 200 consecutive. No way. No, I won't even try that then. That's and bold. it takes what, like two to five seconds between lightnings? Yep. So you're there for a while. Yeah. And if you play the remaster that I got on PS4, I believe there is some input lag. That's really bad. Oh, yeah. gosh. I tried to do it. I mean, and I'm not, I'm no pro, but I felt like I was hitting them 
And I, I mean, I couldn't even get to five. Like it was the the lag was that bad. It felt like so we we never even accomplished it. Maybe one of these days I will uh, get a big bottle of uh, what I call my unapproved Twitch soda and sit down in front of everybody and <laughs> and try to drink the salt away as we try and attempt that. <laughs> Maybe at some point in our lives we'll we'll see if that happens. I I don't recommend it. Yeah, no, it's going to take a couple bottles of soda, I think, to get through that. <laughs> yeah. You might need that delay, of course, too, from the soda to even out the lag. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. If I go early enough, if my if my brain is slow enough, maybe I'll get it faster. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Right? <laughs> yeah, think of it that way. Now, did they have chocobo races in 10? I can't remember. They, they did. There, there was a chocobo race in 10, and I really enjoyed that, too. Where was it again? But it was different. Planes? Yeah, it's in the planes. Is that like right after the 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 cringe ha 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 scene? Is that where it's located? No, or? no, no, no. It's way later. No, okay. no, no. Yeah. This is uh, it's it's the area where you get the monster arena opened up, and you can go to the temple to go get the the mage sisters. It's in that general vicinity. There's okay. actually two forms of chocobo racing in that. One of them is you're racing against somebody, and the other one is you're racing against another chocobo around a maze at that specific temple. Oh, okay, gotcha. I believe it unlocks... Like You get something big if you can get it. And if you open treasure chests, you get time back. But you got to figure out the right path to get to the treasure chest, to get time back, to beat this thing, and unlock a bunch of stuff. You get a whole bunch of achievements if you get it done right. Okay, gotcha. The other one, you have to complete the race against the person while dodging a bunch of foreign objects and birds and rocks and random stuff that slow you down <laughs> like you do and to get the to get the ultimate weapon you have to do it with 0. 0.00 time on your finished race it sucks <laughs> yeah. See, i had a lot of fun doing that one and i do believe i did finally get that zero 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 on the clock it's it's tough but it's it's fun it is fun it's not like you bash your head into a wall because you get so close like you can get to like two seconds one second so you yeah. can figure out the route but you get hit by one bird, it's all over. You know, it's like, dang it. You want to touch on the 14? Yeah, I think so. Because I don't think uh, 11, 12, or 13 really had many games. Uh, yeah, 12 was, I mean, 12 had a bunch of hunting stuff. I wouldn't count them as yeah. many games. It's more of the hunt there. 13 was way too linear, linear to really have anything until you got to the the, the sea missions. You could consider them mini games, but they're more side quests than anything. Um, I think your next your next thing will be fourteen. Has... I feel like every single battle in Final Fantasy thirteen was a mini game. Yeah, right. Or a boss battle. <laughs> get me started on thirteen. <laughs> yeah. That's dedicated for a whole different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the after hours one. That one gets us angry, but yeah. for different reasons than Final Fantasy eight. It's funny. Right. It's it's hilarious. It's, it's impossibly hard. <laughs> so then. Final Fantasy XIV, as we mentioned, it brings back some of the old ones, like Triple Triad. It brings back Chocobo Racing, and I do believe there's Chocobo Breeding in this one, too, right? There is. You race your Chocobos at the Gold Saucer, and after it reaches a certain level, I think it's level, it's 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 got a name, I just can't remember it off the top of my head, you can retire that bird. So what that means is you will retire, you can only, I think you can only have one Chocobo at a time unretired. But once it reaches like the highest it can get, you retire that bird, but you hold on to it for breeding purposes. So then you would get another chocobo, and you could race that and get that one and retire it and start breeding them and then get birds out of that. 
So it's kind of like this little pyramid scheme type deal where <laughs> you can only have one to race with, but when it's retired, it's done. You can't race with it anymore. You can't do anything with it other than breed it to make other birds. So I thought that was a pretty, pretty interesting. I have not delved super deep. I've seen it done and I've watched some videos on it because I was interested at one point on how all that works out. I think it's a pretty cool little mini game. Uh, it's just the, the worst thing about 14 is that there's so much stuff to do. Yeah. There is an endless amount of nostalgia that just pours into your face for hours upon hours. And you can literally just get <laughs> lost in everything that 14. Oh, the nostalgia done. in that game is real. I think there was one street fight I happened upon as part of the story or a quest or something. And it started playing Final Fantasy 3 battle music yep. or something. Yep. It plays two. <laughs> it plays... There's a whole like all I'm ashamed I'm sad you didn't make it towards Heaven's Word is a fantastic X pack. It's got a great story. It's got a lot of good stuff in it. Stormblood is is it's decent. It's not the best, but it's good. And it has a lot of sick stuff in it. There's a lot of correlations, a lot of the raids, like this last weekend we just did the Kefka raids where we fought Kefka and went up against the tower. X Death from five and Omega Weapon and a bunch of really cool stuff. I think I, I like 14 because of the year of Final Fantasy that led us to this. Mm. And having just played all of that stuff, it is still relevant and fresh in my head. So I'm like, oh, it's that guy. Like m bosses, you would like the Magic Master from FF6. He's in a fight randomly in a dungeon, you know, but he's named huh. something else. Is that the dude that kind of looks like a zombie Billy Idol? He looks... Uh, yeah, I could go with that. I think he looks like a Frankenstein, <laughs> yeah. actually, personally. But yeah, yes, he does look like a zombie video, Billy Idol. And he's just some random boss in a dungeon you fight. Inferno's in it from Six. Uh, the weird, goopy monster with the robotic arms. You fight him. But they're all animated. They're not sprites. Like, they're moving around and doing, you know, talking yeah. and walking and whatnot. And it's just like... I just get I get a nostalgic, uh, moist, moist, moistly nostalgic watching it. It's... No, you get humid. It's too much. You get humid. It get very humid. I get very humid <laughs> playing it. It's because it's so much fun and it's getting the vapors. I do get the vapors. I'm totally in the south here right now. It's a hundred percent, hundred and fifty percent humidity in this room. Just talking about <laughs> fourteen for me. Not the biggest MMO guy. I played WoW for like six months when it first came out. I played Star Wars Galaxies. My first MMO I ever played was that, and then I kind of wrote them off because I was like, I don't want to do this it takes up a lot of my time but with 14 with the mini games the nostalgia the raids the bosses all the stuff the story which is also incredible it doesn't feel like it consumes me like i don't feel like i need to come home from work and dive right in and start working at it i can literally take a week off and start out where, where, where i was and enjoy myself and not have missed anything and there's patches upon patches of this thing it just keeps coming yeah and the gameplay loop sort of it doesn't really feel like you're punished for not getting on and playing with people all the time, right. things like that. Like That's another thing is that you can you can play on your own. And to the credit of the people, I've really not met. I've met maybe a few sour patches like running raids and stuff, but everybody has been welcoming and helpful. Like I don't tank. I'm DPS. I'm a dragoon. I'm a floor mop. Everybody makes fun of me for it. It's fine. <laughs> I'm used to it. Oh by yeah. Now. If anybody's going to die in a fight, it's going to be the Dragoon. Absolutely, without question. <laughs> but I tanked one time in my entire Final Fantasy career on 14. I did a raid in it, and these people walked me through it. No, I don't know any of them. 
I don't. I did it on my own. These people like held my hand throughout the entire dungeon. <laughs> Didn't make me feel bad. They were just like, make sure you're pressing this. Make sure you're using that attack. You got that on? Okay, good. That'll pull them. Keep doing that. You're doing great. I was just like, God, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm running a marathon, awesome. and all these people are cheering me on. Yeah, that's never been the case with WoW for me. <laughs> right? No, no, it never. is probably the least toxic community I've ever played with. Easily. I noticed there, like, cause I I barely touched it. I I spent like an hour and a half making a character on stream recently, and most of it was for you, just to, as a like tribute <laughs> tribute to Chard Monk, because I wanted to do it. Absolutely fantastic stream. <laughs> I really enjoyed. It. Uh, it was it was really fun though. I never even got into a single fight though. After almost three hours, like I was just <laughs> I was engrossed in the story, trying to go through everything. One thing I noticed, they have like mentors in the game, which are basically other players. Is that how it works? If you do so many things and you've played for so long, you can get a mentor status. And I think uh, we might know somebody that has a mentor status in our in our little circle, at least, you know, in my circle. That's pretty cool. And they're very, they're helpful. They're not just jerks that have mentor status. Like, they're actually people that are like, hey, you need help? I'll teach you how to do whatever. Yeah. Here's a really good website to follow along here, but let's go into this dungeon and I'll talk you through it. And they're typing it up. And I don't know how they're playing and typing at the same time. I can barely chew and walk <laughs> and breathe. I don't know how they do this stuff. So, yeah. you know, I'm just not a pro at it. But uh, a lot of these people are, they're so helpful. And I, I got to admit, I was really like, it was like you, Paul. I was very like, I don't know about, I'm going to get my MMOs. I don't know. But I'm so happy I did because it's not, <laughs> It doesn't consume my life, and it's fun every time I play it. I turn it on, and I'm like, we're going to have a good day today. Now, granted, I play it for eight hours on Saturdays and Sundays, but <laughs> you know, the rest of the week, I'm good. I don't have to touch it if I don't need to. I do other things, hang out with my wife. My wife likes watching me play it. It's it's all good things. Yeah, that's win-win-win for awesome. you, so that's great. Yeah, absolutely. And plus, I mean, you have, I don't want to say jobs, uh, professions, whatever you have, like fishing and you know, yeah. uh, lumberjacking and stuff like that. My mother wanted to play it because I was fishing like every time she'd come by the stream. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. She's like, you've been fishing for like two hours. I was like, mom, this is the second boat. Okay. It comes out every two hours. Okay, give me a break. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, she's like, I think I could do this. And I was like, Jesus, mom. And you're like, no, don't, you. don't, don't get, don't get bitten by this bug. I got to mom chart a, a, a fisher character. <laughs> Just a fishing home. She comes to visit. <laughs> like, mom, your fisherman's ready to go. Yeah. Come right in. And the and those are like mini games for me. When I was playing WoW, I was doing the same thing. Like I was always the the guild cooker you know, amongst all the friends. Like we would play, and there'd be six or seven of us, and we'd all take turns playing different nights and stuff. And I'd be just the cook, bring all the bring all the food, bring all the fish and stuff like that. I was the only guy that would sit down and do all the fishing. And so I'm like. Welcome to Poach's Mess House. <laughs> so it's, it's uh, I guess one thing is MMOs get me for is is like the side stuff like that. So those mini games, basically. <laughs> it's fun. It's a, it's a great game, and I I would recommend. Yeah, it. those are what grab me. Not to not to push it, but I'd recommend it to anyone. There is one more mini game in Final Fantasy fourteen that I remember. Um, it's a weird tabletop one. What the hell was that? I don't know if I've seen that one. It's. I want to say in the gold saucer, it's up by Chocobo Racing. Could be wrong. You're like defending crystals. God, Accessing memory banks. Yeah, right? Yeah. Enhance. Enhance. <laughs> enhance. I have no idea. Enhance. Can you hear that? You hear me enhancing? <laughs> yeah. That sounded really bad. Lord of Verminion. There it is. Yep, Lord of Verminion. 
That's the one I was thinking of. I didn't see this one. I haven't really delved too deep in the gold saucer, as you can tell. No, you're too busy so fishing. this is a weird one where you like, it's, I want to say it's kind of a tower defense thing with types of creatures you collect. I didn't delve into it too deeply when I played. And I mean, I played the game for maybe six, seven weeks. So I didn't play it long, <laughs> but I did get to play that. And yeah, this looks. Intense. I remember thinking that one was a little deeper than I wanted to put into the game. I think. Right. This is definitely, that's like end game. I've got nothing else better to do. Let's go and poke around with this golden saucer thing. That's crazy. That's, this is, looks really, really in depth. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to look into it. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm just over here. I'm just over here lobbing basketballs into the chocobo hoop. <laughs> Keeping it real. I want to get them tickets. Don't buy me a plushie. Wrong sports ball game. You're supposed to play blitz ball. Come on. Come on. I know. Oh. If only. Isn't there also like a dance game? It could be. I think there's one of the events that can happen every hour, I believe, is you got to go to the stage and they'll put you on the stage and then you have to get in the pose that they tell you to take. <laughs> I didn't know and that And if one. you don't do the right pose, you get kicked out. I got to go hang out in the Golden Saucer. It's a whole game within itself, <laughs> apparently. I'm missing I'm missing out on a ton of stuff over there. They've got some pretty cool little stuff that's not super deep, but it's just fun, like, kick around for five minutes kind of games, you know? I, I'm not late for work, but I got time to race a chocobo real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not late for work yet. No, yeah, right. Now, now I'm late. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless there's anything else you either you wanted to mention. No. Um, thank you. Thank you for having me on and, and, and hanging out. This is this is fun. I love doing this stuff. So yeah, it was great to have you. Man. Now, I asked before the the recording if you had a PS4 because I was curious. Did you get the Final Fantasy VII demo? Yeah. <laughs> Do we breathe air? <laughs> did you play through it yet? I did. Listen, I fired it up. My hair was standing on my arms during listening to the music. And and playing through it, and I got to the spot, the point where you can switch between Barrett and Cloud, and I told myself that if I wanted to continue having a happy relationship with my wife, I should probably stop playing right now, <laughs> because I'm going to be playing this the rest of my night. So I, I think, in in all seriousness, I, I stopped playing because I didn't want to totally ruin it, because I'm 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 on the fence for this whole thing because I like Seven. I've listened to the other podcasts that you guys have, so I know Wolf and I kind of share similar. Like, it's it's great, but it's not it's not the best. Seven. It was awesome the first time I played it. Thank you. But I've not been able to go back. Exactly. That's where I'm at on it. I I like Seven. I think the story's really good. Obviously, it was a huge leap in the right direction for the full Final Fantasy franchise in one itself. And then the remake coming out, I was like, God, Seven. Why don't they do six? You know, every, I always <laughs> yeah, want them to be six. I was, Heck, I was the same way. If they turned eight into 15, I would go after it. I'd be fine with it. Like if they could do what they did with 15 to eight or even to what they're doing to seven, I might actually be more on board to playing it because I think that they could figure out a lot of the issues and their style of how they did eight would work with that kind of hack and slash kind of feel for it. But that's another story for another day. I didn't want to get hyped about it. I didn't want to get excited about it. I was pumped because it's a new Final Fantasy game, and I'm always looking for new Final Fantasy games outside of the series, you know. I played it, and the whole opening scene, I went to um, 
uh, Distant Worlds, and they played a huge section of nothing but Final Fantasy VII music to promote this. So I've seen the opening cutscene, and I, I was like, yeah, it's beautiful with the oh, music okay. and all the stuff. But I watched it again at home privately, and it like it, it struck me in a different chord. And now I'm excited about it. I'm still upset because they're not going to release the whole thing. They're going to do it in episodes. That sucks. Yeah, I agree with that. I might even wait until I can get at least one or two episodes so I have more than just the Midgar story to play. But I'm excited about it. It's It was fun. It was fluid. It looked beautiful. The music. I'm a huge buff when it comes to the music. I listen to nothing but Final Fantasy music in different renditions from orchestrated to piano to, <laughs> to guitar music at work. I love it. That, that's probably my favorite thing about every Final Fantasy series is its music is wonderful. And uh, the way they placed it in the game and they had subtle hits of like Mako facility music kind of creeps in the background. And obviously bombing scene or bombing run scene at the beginning of the game is just just gave me chills. The whole thing. So <laughs> I'm just sad that it's only part of the game. It's not even part. It's like a quarter of it because Midgar is such a short time in the beginning of the game. But it's it's honestly it's great. I'm looking forward to it being completed. That's that's I think that's the short and short story is I'm excited to see it completed. Well, obviously, as of recording this, the demo just dropped and the game is not out yet. So right. <laughs> that lets you sort of gauge where we're at when we record this particular episode. Right. But uh, in the trailer for the game, it looks like they've added new mini games since, of course, you're never going to see the golden saucer in this one. Right. <laughs> right. So it looks like there's a workout mini game where Tifa is doing pull-ups and you have to hit, you know, X circle square triangle in the right succession to keep her doing the pull-ups faster than the other guys in the gym. Huh. Sounds like sounds better than doing the squats in the original because that's right? tricky. Yeah, I remember the squats. Yeah, it it basically it looks like they've kind of fleshed out the gym to be more mini games. Nice. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> I could see the gold saucer either being like a long awaited DLC. Or they just throw all that crap into 14. I'm just saying, you want you want Gold Saucer? Go play 14. Just get off our case about it. Yeah. So I can see that. Only time fun. will I mean, tell. From what I played, I I yeah. really enjoyed it. So it was it was good. Yeah, I'm I'm still not hyped about it, but I'm excited. Right. I think that's the best way. I'm not like, <laughs> oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever. To like, no, this is gonna be really good. I have a good feeling about it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think we're safe to go ahead and wrap up here. I think we've talked about just about everything mini games we can talk about worth talking about right in the final fantasy mainline entries i i hope you enjoyed yourself with us chard i i enjoy hanging out with you guys in any form and this is this has been great talking about something that i truly truly love with with people that i highly respect and also enjoy being around we you know we're not paying you for this right <laughs> you told me to come move your couch and this is what i get hey that that was werewolf's couch all right i could move my own <laughs> no i know the, the none of this is under the table paid kind of stuff i'm just happy to be here well it's great to have no, you I'm here just man. having fun i'm just here so i don't get fined <laughs> it's part of community <laughs> service and that's okay <laughs> the judge made me come yeah doing this in my orange jumpsuit it's <laughs> <laughs> so like like werewolf is gonna say where can uh, anybody who's listening where can we find you yeah, uh, cool. I can be found all over the interwebs at uh, www.twitch.tv forward slash Chardmonk, uh, Chardmonk Gaming at Twitter, 
and uh, Chardmonk on Instagram for all your visual needs and purposes. Sounds good. And then, Paulsh, where can the people find you? Yeah, you can find me also at twitch.tv slash Paulsh109. That's P-A-L-S-H-109. And uh, you can find me here and Twitter. And, yeah, that's pretty much all I use anyway, so... <laughs> and then I can be found on Twitch and Twitter at W A R E W U L F F Werewolf. Occasionally I post stuff on Instagram, but not enough to where I'm like, go get it, go find it. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening. We'll hear from you again next week. Take care, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for being here. And if you like this podcast, thank you so much for supporting us. And if you could, please tell a friend, if you know anybody who might be interested, friends or family or arch nemesis that might have still good taste, let us know. Let them know. And uh, let's try to get some word of mouth going because we really appreciate it and it helps us out so much. Thanks again. And let's uh, let's get this outro music going. Bless and thank you. <laughs> Special thanks for music go to Arthur the Ancient found on SoundCloud or The Last Ancient on YouTube. For more episodes, please visit our website, pressbtocancel.com. As well, feel free to like or subscribe at Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else you like to listen to your favorite shows. As always, thank you. This has been Press B to Cancel.